0: So, welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. Um, my name is uh, Stephen Wilson. So, I am a principal analyst in the Analysis Mason consumer practice. Today, I will be discussing the prospects uh, for fixed mobile convergence in the Europe, North America, and Asia Pacific regions um, with senior analyst Simon Lum, who is the principal author of our uh, 2021 uh, fixed mobile convergence forecast. Um, the full written version of the associated article uh, to this podcast is available to access and download from the Analysis Mason website for free. Um, and the full version of the forecast, along with country-level analysis and a comprehensive data annex covering a range of metrics across nineteen markets, um, is available to subscribers of the Analysis Mason Fixed Mobile Convergence Program. So I think um, just to take st- take a step back and take a a high-level view, what, Simon, do these forecasts tell us about the prospects for FMC uh, for fixed mobile convergence globally?
1: Uh, Thanks, Stephen. So, um, FMC has been growing in Europe over the last decade, uh, and there are now several markets in Europe where we expect FMC to more or less be at saturation points, so in France, uh, Spain and Portugal, uh, which were the markets where convergence grew the most explosively. Um, so we'll see very little growth over the next uh, five years in those markets. Uh, however, there are many markets where we expect convergence to grow rapidly over the next five years, uh, and this is generally down to uh, new operators um, that are able to offer convergence packages for the first time. Uh, this may be because of MA activity. Uh, so, for example, in the UK, we've had the recent merger between Virgin Media and O2. Um, in Poland, um, Iliad has acquired UPC, and these operators are immediately looking to build convergence bases, and we should see responses from competitors. Um, in other markets, such as Italy, we're seeing um, operators like Iliad launching aggressive convergence offers, uh, pivoting on their mobile bases to establish a fixed broadband base uh, basically from scratch. Um, and this has been a key driver uh, in building a convergence bases in developing markets uh, like Thailand and Malaysia. And so, overall, in the 19 markets, if we do um, a crude average of FNC share of broad- broadband penetration for each market, uh, it increases from 29% to 38% over the next five years. Um, and then if we look at markets where convergence is under 30% of fixed broadband uh, currently, this increases from 15% um, to 28%. I
0: think one thing that we didn't discuss there is, is a about the U.S. market, obviously a very large and important market. So how, how do we see uh, FMC evolving uh, in the USA?
1: Uh, so I'm glad you asked this evening. So this year we actually added the uh, North American markets of the USA and Canada uh, for the first time. Um, so on the USA, the USA has historically not seen much convergence um, because of the lack of infrastructure convergence, basically. Um However, recently, uh, the two large uh, cable companies um, have looked to increase revenues organically uh, by entering the mobile markets through MVNOs. Um, But considering their very large fixed bases and the fact they're going to the mobile uh, market from scratch, so far, uh, FC penetration has been limited. However, increasingly, uh, mobile operators in the market are looking to build a fixed base um, So through their fiber footprints in the case of AT&T and using uh, 5G FWA in the case of Verizon and Um, T-Mobile. AT&T and Verizon in particular have already launched discounts for mobile customers taking fixed broadband. And it's probable that T-Mobile will begin offering similar discounts um, to mobile customers that take 5G fixed wireless. Um, So over the forecast period, we expect all of the Fixed operators are mentioned in in the market to increase their convergence bases. The cable companies will look to use convergence to defend themselves um, against the threat of 5G FWA and may further increase discounts. Uh, And due to the increased focus of convergence, we may even see uh, fixed mobile consolidation between two of the large players. However, even without consolidation, um, we expect to see the share of fixed broadband accounts that are converged and to increasing around 7% at the end of 2021 to almost 20% by 2026.
0: Mm, yes, very interesting. Um, I suppose then one question is, how, how do we think the mix of, of different kinds of FMC bundles is evolving and what, what does this mean for operators?
1: So historically, operators in FMC heavy markets have looked to hard bundle pay TV Fixed Voice and other types of uh, services into their FNC packages um, to maximise FNC ARPA, so average revenue per account. Now, as we see an increasing amount of competition in markets and consumers increasingly uninterested in services like Fixed Voice or subscribing to third parties for media content, Um, dual-play bundles, not including Fixed Voice or Pay TV, are increasingly common. Generally, once an operator begins offering this type of offer, uh, competitors are forced to react uh, and will offer these themselves and um, we see this has happened in markets such as Belgium and Spain um, where competitors have entered the market and begun offering uh, dual-play offers. So overall we expect the proportion of FNC bundles um, without pay TV to increase uh, in most markets over the forecast period. Um, this may mean that FNC ARPA declines but this also offers an opportunity for operators to target a new segment of the market with FMC bundles.
0: I think you touched on an interesting point. Um, um, I suppose one question I might have is, what do these forecasts tell us about the opportunities for operators to grow FMC uh, ARPA?
1: And so, yeah, although I might have sounded a bit pessimistic there about the, the prospects for FMC ARPA, there are definitely still opportunities um, for oper- operators to increase this. Um, And a key way they might be able to do this, they might look at, is through upselling mobile SIMs to FNC account holders. Um, Obviously, plenty of operators are already doing this, but we think there's still an opportunity. If you look at um, average mobile SIMs per account in FNC packages in most markets, this is still below um, the average household size in these markets. Uh, And there's therefore a potential opportunity for growth. And operators may even look to expand FMC plans um, beyond single households and allow non-household SIMs to be associated with FMC plans. Uh, whilst this may cause uh, initial revenue cannibalisation, uh, the churn benefits are likely to outweigh this, uh, as we believe FMC can reduce mobile churn by as much as 50%.
0: What, what, uh, I guess one question I might have is, what, what do these forecasts tell us about the prospects for standalone fixed and mobile operators?
1: So I'll talk about um, fixed broadband standalone operators first. So in some markets, uh, fixed standalone operators have been able to be successful uh, because they have superior um, fixed broadband speeds in their footprint in comparison with their converged competitors, uh, meaning they're not under pressure from converged cross-selling. Um, however, increasingly uh, fibre overbuilds happening in markets or regulators are encouraging wholesale access. Um, this means that standalone operators are unlikely to maintain a monopoly access to high speeds. And at this point, they can come under threat from convergence. So we're already seeing standalone operators, um, which have had success over the past few years in markets like Denmark and Norway, look to enter the mobile market because they understand that convergence will eventually be a threat. For mobile standalone operators, uh, the threat from convergence can be even greater as mobile churn tends to be higher than fixed broadband churn. Converged operators can therefore squeeze standalone mobile operators um, by reducing the number of customers standalone operators are able to acquire. And also, um, converged operators can steal mobile customers off standalone operators by cross-selling mobile um, to their broadband base. Um, we therefore expect that standalone mobile operators will struggle to compete in most converged markets. Um, however, if there are no fixed mobile M&A opportunities available um, for standalone mobile operators, um, they may be able to launch their own uh, fixed broadband offer using um, wholesale fibre, which is increasingly widely available, uh, and then they'll be able to offer convergence packages of their own.
0: Yes, yeah, very interesting. Um... Okay, well, thank you, Simon. Um, And it's worth saying here that there is more content, much more content on this topic on the Analysis analysis Mason website. Um, To automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe um, to the Analysis Mason podcast. So thank you for listening.